everybody. It is Sunday, October 16th. Virginia Tech uh, lost 20 to 14 yesterday to the Miami Hurricanes. I got Billy Ray Mitchell hanging out right next to me right now. My name is Pat Finn. Uh, we are at the University Club recording a post-game pod here live in Blacksburg. We're going to have some fun. Obviously, it's not fun talking about losses, but we're going to make it as fun as we can. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to Grayson out in Cali. Um, we'll, get, we'll get the three of us together here. Uh, I think we'll do something. We'll do something fun. We'll get some fun content flowing. But anywho, we'll start things off by saying that it's time for a Hokie Haiku. But first, that Hokie Haiku is brought to you by our friends over at Main Street Pharmacy. Appreciate everybody that stopped over for the pins. Appreciate everybody that stopped over to uh, flip your prescriptions. That almost kind of rhymes. But anything that you need for personal care or prescription medication, head on down to Main Street Pharmacy where you are more than just a number, you are a neighbor. And Pat, is going to do a haiku off the dome. Hit us with a hokey haiku. All right. Um, let's do one. <laughs> can't lose on a bye. You can't. That checks out. Hurricanes had their way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's have a great week. I like that. High five. Um, so here's what we got. Let's talk about the game at a very high level. As we said, first and foremost, 12:30 kick. A beautiful, beautiful fall afternoon. I got to tell you, if you weren't in Blacksburg this week, you missed out on some peak, peak foliage. I mean, we're talking. <laughs> wow. It only took two minutes for Billy Ray to talk about the leaves. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking yellow. I'm talking orange. I'm talking red. I'm talking a little bit of green. I mean, I love green. I mean, there are so many awesome colors all over the place. Um, <laughs> but anyway, anywho, uh, 20 to 14, solid crowd, sold out, and it was the 31st meeting in a row betwixt the Hurricanes and the Hokies. The last time it will be in a row with the new ACC shuffling going on. The Hokies had a great start after taking the opening kick, uh, but a Daquan Wright fumble after a huge gain set the Canes up to take a 7-0 lead, and the Canes would go on to score 20 unanswered points. However, after a few adjustments, the Hokies made it interesting by bringing it to within a six-point game with three minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter, but could not get over the hump, and the Canes took the last annual meeting. On homecoming here, a couple of other notes. The crowd was great. Uh, A lot of folks were pointing fingers at the student section, whatever. The student section did clear out, um, at around, I would say, halftime or the third quarter. But for the most part, I would say the stadium was 80 to 85% full. Um, crowd was involved, begging for a reason to get involved. And the few times that uh, we had a big third down or something else, they were loud and they made an impact. Uh, moving on to first things first, that's brought to you by First and Main. Spent a ton of time over at First and Main. We had uh, the Sunday Saturday crew eat over at Gucci hey, Elrods. I told you I wanted Elrods, and we did it. You did. You said you wanted Elrods. We did it. It was funny. We had to educate a couple of the current students on what Gucci Elrods was. They didn't know. We had two or three show up to the wrong Elrods. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know. Yeah, they had to, they had to make them meander their way over. Um, but uh, check out First and Main. Eat, play, shop, whatever live. you need. Live. You Lifestyle. Can live. Lifestyle. Living. Hashtag living. Hashtag make it obvious. You can get it all done at First and Main. 
to me, first things first, yesterday was a bummer. It always is when you lose. Um, but I think we did approve, improve again this week. Uh, we really, really struggled in the first, first half on both sides of the ball, but we went in at halftime, made some adjustments, managed to hold Miami to three points the rest of the game and put ourselves in a position to win. Uh, again, just didn't get over the hump. But we played a ton of youngsters. Youngsters. We had Mansoor D. Lane come out, who played great. We had Cam Johnson come in, who played great. We saw a lot of Malachi Thomas. We saw some Chance Black. We saw some Mr. Jones. We saw him too. <laughs> so I, I really appreciated that. I think that some if you want to, Wright too. some more Daquan Wright after a fumble, the fact that they. Uh, gave him the opportunity to redeem himself. The fact that he came in, handled the second half the way that he handled it. Um, I, I, I can hang my hat on. I'm really appreciative of the fact that we're letting the young guys get in there. We're letting them let it rip uh, and making some adjustments. Um, that doesn't mean there aren't some nits to pick, which we will do. Um, but that's just the reality of the situation right now. you got to admire the fight that this team had yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've seen a lot... Even just over the years when we go down by 17 points and we've just folded. And this team, there's no quit. No. There's no quit in this team. You know, um, So really proud of, of the way that our guys went out and, and made a comeback uh, in the fourth quarter, scoring 14 points in a quarter. For I mean, have we done that this year? We, I know we've probably scored 14 points. No, it, was, it, it seems was like it doesn't happen. It was to the point where, you know... <laughs> No naming names, but a lot of folks were like, look, if this game's going to go a certain way, I, I, I would hope it's a blowout either way so that I can go and catch the other slate of games. And you know what? After that first half, it would have been very easy to let go of the rope. They didn't do it. And again, you get down there, and who knows after that first half, you were thinking, hey, with three minutes left, we're going to be a third down away from potentially getting the ball back and finding a way to win the football game. I was about to, you know, it was going to be funny because uh, I was just thinking to myself, like, this is going to be like the Nebraska game. <laughs> like, we're going to have some epic comeback here. Right. We almost did it. It was cool. The, uh, in what seemed to be the longest first quarter of all time. So long. It had to be, you know, at least an hour. I don't know why. There were not that many moments that we were giving out high fives. No. I, I just I remember turn, turning to Ian Barber, and I was like, dude, I feel like I haven't given you a high five <laughs> all day. What's going on? <laughs> um but yeah, no. I mean, all in all, proud of the way that uh, our guys fought, and um, let's let's jump into the uh, the offense. Yeah, talk to me about Grant Wells yesterday. Grant Wells, twenty-one for thirty-three, one hundred seventy-nine yards, touchdown through the air. Ran it a ton, had like a little over thirty yards. I guess how many yards do you think he ran for minus the sacks? Probably probably close to like 60 or 70. Probably close to 65, 70 yards. The yeah. dude is good. Mm-hmm. He's got some wheels mm-hmm. uh, when, he's, when he's mobile. Showed some serious heart uh, in the third and fourth quarter uh, with his feet. Um, just putting it all out there. Yeah. Um, so he runs well. I think Mal- Malachi Thomas is a guy that has just been a difference maker when he's on the field. He was a bell cow. I feel like he was on the field every single play mm-hmm. of the first half at least. And, um, I mean, that guy was just, you know, I, I literally, I think I turned to you or turned to somebody. I said, Malachi Thomas has to be in better shape than anybody on this team because he hasn't come out of the game at all. Mm-hmm. He um, had uh, 13 carries, but, again, passing downs, first down, second down, third down. He really truly is an every down back. Um, and his ability to miss the beginning of the season and get up to speed and be able to compete at a high level at this amount, uh, it never seemed like there was a ramping up period. It was kind of like, here's Malachi Thomas, and it's as if 
He's yeah. nothing has ever happened. He didn't. He didn't need to get loose at all. I no. mean, his first carry of the season was a touchdown. That is true. Yeah. Um, and had a great uh, reception for a touchdown. Just looks good out there, man. I really like the fact that he's on our team. Um, but back to Grant. Grant Wells had a very tough day um, as far as just, I mean, it seemed like every other play he was getting sacked. He was mm-hmm. running for his life. Probably six sacks. Six, you know, do you think it was the uh, the worst pass protection we've seen this year? It definitely was. That's been one of the bright spots that we've talked about was pass protection from this offensive line uh, with Grant Wells. Uh, some of them were coverage sacks. Some of them were good blitzes. But at the end of the day, um, that was probably one of the more – disappointing things yesterday was just our inability to protect Grant Wells who made a couple of awesome plays and I know you were going to talk about this but um, he made a nice play where he broke out of the pocket and hit Daywan, uh, hit Day, literally hit Daywan Lofton in the chest uh, ball was dropped unfortunately and then we had the other drop from Jalen Holston on a I think it was like a third and six or a third and five third but and six. Um, I thought again like as frustrating it is, is if it is, as it is for me, so many people, especially in the stands and on, t- uh, on Twitter or wherever, are just like, man, the Grant guy's not it. Grant, I, like, whether he's it or not, he's not the reason we're losing these football games. And again, he continues to get better and better and better. Um, so I, I really got to tip my cap to Grant Wells for, for the way he played yesterday. Yeah, there's three plays that really could have changed the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. You mentioned two of them, the Holston and the uh, Daywan Lofton drops. You know, Right. You know, those, those need to be executed right mm-hmm. um the daquan Wright fumble that um you know was on our first drive that was tough because yeah. you know if you get you get a score on one of those three drives this is a, a completely different ball game it's a completely different ball game uh the momentum is completely different um i thought uh one of the biggest issues also is we, we just have to see a better run game we rushed for 78 yards on the on the ground and this is a uh you know if you're drinking water or you know your stomach hurts a little bit um just prepare yourself. This is the third time this season that we've rushed under 100 yards. Um, not going to win a lot of football games if you're not able to establish the run. We have not done that. Um, and I'll say it again, another week, another week that I'm saying this. The people that I want to see running the ball and lined up in the running back position are Malachi Thomas, Keyshawn King, and Chance Black. I don't think I need to see <laughs> – I, I want to play the young guys, and um, that that's – that's what I'd like to see. And Bryce Duke in the passing game. And Bryce Duke in the passing game. We haven't seen Bryce Duke, I don't think, at all in the backfield since the since Carolina. the Wofford. Uh, or okay, he did play a little bit in the Carolina game after a great game versus Wofford. Um, aside from that, moving over to the defense, I'll start with some positives. We held Miami to the second lowest scoring total on the year, uh, so that's positive. We also held Miami to 107 yards rushing. Taiwan Garbett logged three. TFLs, and I thought the defense did a great job of adjusting. Again, after those quick couple of scores, they did an awesome job of being able to – can we call a spade a spade here? Miami's offense really struggled when Mallory went out of the game. Mallory was the well that they kept going to on third and medium, third and long. As soon as he was knocked out of the ball game by – was it Nasir Peoples who knocked him out? Yeah. Nasir Peoples knocked him out of the game and knocked himself out of the game uh, with a targeting penalty. But um, they really did settle in. We had young defensive backs that were playing great. Mansoor D-Lane, who replaced Breon Murray, who had been having a tough season this year. Uh, and then Cam Johnson, who came in. Cam Johnson played great. Do need to get him a couple of stakes, maybe uh, some extra swipes at West End. <laughs> a little small out there. We'll, we'll get him at the University Club brunch. Yes, get him at the University Club brunch. But, um, yeah, I, I thought the defense did a good job adjusting. Now I'm with you there. Now, um, 
on the other side of it, I it was so tough when it would be a third and long situation. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way all year. It's been that way the last few years. You know, it's it's third and six. It's third and eight. Yesterday, it's third and 26. And, you know, Will Mallory <laughs> picks up the first down. Um, I feel like Virginia Tech is on the receiving end of conversions of third and 20 plus yeah <laughs> more than any other uh more than <laughs> any other program i feel like you know we're always in that situation oh man but especially that last drive of the game where um where miami was icing the game and we couldn't stop them on two back-to-back third downs they converted yeah. both and going into the game tech was uh was one of the leaders in the acc for uh defensive third down conversion percentage so it's just tough to uh to see that but I mean, Miami almost had 500 yards of total offense. And the fact that they only scored 20 points, like you were saying, is, uh, is another thing to see as a positive here. I have the most to say about the third phase of the game, which is the, uh, on the field the least amount. But special teams. Oh, my gosh. Special teams are, are really, really hurting this football team. And yesterday you saw it in the field position battle. Field position is one of the most important statistics that you can look at. It's not looked at nearly enough. Um, And a big part of that is our punt return team. It's just not been a good unit. Of the 131 teams in the FBS, we are currently ranked 129th ahead of Air Force and ULM with 1.46 yards per return. That, if you do the math, is good for 19 yards on the year, 15 of which came from P.J. Prelude's uh, blocked punt from the Pittsburgh game. So, <laughs> yeah, I believe a large part of this is uh, due to the fact that it seems like we never return the ball. Like, we never, the ball will be kicked high, it will be kicked far, it will be kicked with plenty of space, no space, and as Grayson likes to say, we let the ball bounce and let that tootsie roll. Down to the goal line, inside the five, inside the 20, um, and that's just been a huge, huge issue, and we saw it happen yesterday. I mean, this guy, Lou Headley, is his name? Yeah. Him and Oscar are homeboys, get tattoos together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lou Headley, how is this guy still on Miami? He's been there forever. I mean, he has been know, there forever. This guy is like, you know, looks like he's 10 years older than uh, Tyrell Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him on the sideline yesterday. I was like, there's no way Lou Headley is still, oh. is still playing. Oh, but he is. And he played unbelievable yesterday. Lou Headley, a king. He got us. Here are a couple starting field position uh, numbers for you. 14-yard line out of the gate. That's from a kickoff. The 10-yard line, the 8-yard line, and the 2-yard line. If you're consistently starting, field position is inside of the 20, and you'd struggle on offense the way that this team struggles on offense at times, you're just not going to be able to do – you're not going to be able to get a lot done. So, you know, I uh, I just wanted to point that out. That's something to keep in mind. If you're No matter how good your defense is playing – if, if you're starting your drives in, in that close, you're not going to have a very productive afternoon. And then it was up and down, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you for our punt, return, our, our punt team. Peter Moore's back to his normal self, which is good. Close. Close to close. back to his normal self. I think he had one or two where... There was, there was one that was like, what happened there? Yeah. When you punt it eight times, you know. <laughs> yeah. Legs got to get tired? Not every punt's going to be great when, when yeah. you're punting that many times. Uh, he had eight punts yesterday. Averaged 42.3. Uh, per punt, so uh, whatever was going on up in uh, up in the House of Horrors in Akershire Stadium, <laughs> they seem to have been eradicated. So I'm glad uh, Peter Moore is uh, back on back on track here. Okay, out to lunch. I Our friends, 
we have we have we have friends in town. Uh-huh. We have friends out of town, but we got to talk to you about our friends at Roots Natural Kitchen. Okay. <laughs> now, if you are a Blacksburg guy, if you're a Charlottesville guy or gal, you know maybe you live in Richmond, maybe you live in Pittsburgh or Happy Valley or Chapel Hill or. You know, there's roots everywhere. It seems like these roots are just growing, and <laughs> hey, I can't wait to see these trees. Billy Ray likes to talk about the trees. Well, anywho, <laughs> we love the wind. Um, roots Natural Kitchen is a, is a great place, man. And we're gonna do Out to Lunch, presented by Roots Natural Kitchen. But listen, Cam Johnson, head on down to Roots. We'll hook you up with some Roots Rapid Fire. <laughs> uh, we'll get everyone down there. But uh, head on down to Roots. Use code, I believe it's this week, It's is it beat by? Yeah, it's beat by. Beat by. Mm-hmm. B-E-A-T-B-Y-E. Yep. Uh, beat by. What's up, guys? This is Billy Ray. Um, jumping in here, and I have to say, nope, Billy Ray and Pat, you were wrong. You were out to lunch just a few hours ago. The code is actually by week. So go on your app and use code by week to go ahead and get that roots. That's it. That's all I have. I'm going to hand it back over to us, but... We were indeed out to lunch, but after eating at Roots, which I did, getting the Apollo Bowl, I knew that we had a mistake here. So just fixing that for you, uh, and now it's back to the podcast. For 20% off your order, I might get Roots on the way out. You should. I mean, after a week of eating the way that I've eaten, and quite frankly, the way that my stomach's feeling right now, I probably do need some Roots. Get a little El Jefe Bowl, a little Balboa. Um, Could be a hit. I'll, I'll go first. For my out to lunch, I mean, holy malarkey, Miami. Um, <laughs> Miami had not one, not two, not three, not four, 17 penalties yesterday um, for 159 yards. I mean, wow. For a team like us who has seen penalties and, and a lot of penalties, look, that Miami keeping teams in games for, you know, decades at a time. And that, that is what they were doing. They had the late hit against Grant on the sideline. Uh, a couple of a couple of questionable pass interferences, I will say. I didn't agree with all of them. Miami was in really good position and kind of walled the guy off uh, and got called for pass interference. But all right, 17 penalties for 159 yards is, is um, astonishing. Is an astonishing statistic. I was going to say, you know, you take 500 yards of total offense and you're like, how the heck did this team only score 20 points? They didn't even turn the ball over. There it is. Well, oh, there's the <laughs> hidden statistic. <laughs> penalties. Yeah, that's a lot of penalties. Um, shout out to Section Seven, dude. I saw that. I saw Bruce over there yeah. forcing some false starts. Yep. Oh, we were fired up. I, I saw him over there. Hands were up in the air. He was going crazy. Um, so Need the graphic. Out. Where's shout the graphic? Out. Yeah, yeah. I, there were a lot of false starts. I think there were like three or four. Mm-hmm. I think Section Five attributed a few, but Section Seven was on their game. They were. They were on their game. Uh, my out to lunch. I think it might have just been a uh, honest mistake. Not sure, but um, it's third and one. You know, we're on defense. <laughs> Pretty important play. Was this first? This is like the third quarter. Third quarter. Third and one. We're on defense. T-shirt toss time. It was like uh, what? Oh no! You know, gotta be shaking. You know, wait, 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 wait. Gotta be doing this. On I brought my keys one. this week. You saw? I, I did. Okay, okay shaking them. You know, third and one. Gotta be shaking keys, not waving hands, trying to. Get a t-shirt. Because I, I got to be honest, I was distracted. I was out to lunch. People are trying to catch t-shirts. I'm trying to catch a dub. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, shout out shout out to uh, to uh, to the t-shirt toss folks. You know? Yeah. It's not catch the right one. time. I didn't not catch the right one. time. I was bummed. I missed it. Um, let's do stuff that is not football. Um, 
Where'd you tailgate? Where did we I tailgate? Where did we watch where we tailgate? That's right. That's right. We could do that. I mean, we're, you know where we tailgated. We tailgated at a German club. I bounced over to Lot 11 for a little bit. Spent a little time in Lot 2. Uh, headed on over. Checked out basketball practice. That was awesome. Um, that kind of leads into my stuff that isn't football. Grant Basile is going to be an awesome basketball player. <laughs> I went and I watched him. And he must have made... He must have made 15 out of 23s that I was watching him take out of, pra- out of practice. The team looks great. And the thing that stands out to me, I'm not letting this turn into a basketball prom- podcast right now, I promise. But the thing that stood out to me was the sheer size of this basketball team. Because you're so used to the, you know, basketball in the last couple of years of Coach Young. It's been, man, this is a small team. How are we going to match up with some of these larger mm-hmm. teams? Carolina, Syracuse, NC State, North Carolina. Uh, and what are we going to do? This is the largest team I think we have ever had. And it's not just large as in lanky. I mean, we got some guys out there. I'm like, yo, can you play? Can you play D line? Can you come out here and play offensive tackle a little bit? So, um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm really excited for uh, for basketball. Tell me about your uh, tailgating tailgating tribulations. Had a lot of fun. Mom and dad in town. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it not the best hanging out with uh, K Finn and J Finn? I I think it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so that was fun. Lot two, the tailgate crew, VT's best tailgate, tailgating at the German club. Having a fantastic uh, pre and post tailgate. I I really enjoyed that. Uh, So, yeah, when the game's over, you meander on over, some smoked meats. uh, You go in the manor, you watch a little bit of the game. I saw Drift. I want to say that too. Drift. Saw Drift. We'll talk about him in Sharky shoutouts, but I got to see him twice, which was great. Um, But for stuff that isn't football, I just want to repeat it. Yesterday, one of the nicest afternoons ever. It really, like, I, we won't talk fall. I love fall, and that was just am- amazing. I, 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 can't, I cannot get over how great yesterday was. Um, I have one more, and Pat, I know we're in, in absolute alignment with this. And cover your kids' ears. I'm just simply reading what the shirt says. Uh-oh, Fan Police Billy is back. If you're wearing... <laughs> like, is there a worse shirt in America than the Bitch I'm a Hokey shirt? Is, is there a worse shirt... That has ever been made than that shirt. Please don't wear that shirt. Um, yes, there is. It's the one that says Blacksburg F in Virginia. No, that's the back of the same shirt. <laughs> that's literally the same shirt. Wow. It's the same shirt. So we just answered the question. We brought up a question. We just answered it for you. It, please don't wear that. I mean, <laughs> I like, show some respect. You know, we got kids of all ages enjoying their first game. Uh, I was hanging out with Ainsley, O'Neal's adorable two-year-old. Last thing I want to hear is, you know, Ainsley saying, what's on that shirt? <laughs> How do you answer that question? All because you want to get a couple laughs for your shirt? Come on. Come on. The shirts have been along around time. Uh, they've been around time? They've been, they've been around, around for a long time as a well. A long time. Yeah, so we need to retire those. Um, that's just my opinion. So so are you trying to – because there's a theme now, Bill. Okay. Are you trying to hijack Pat's rant of the week? I mean, I think... I, I, uh, <laughs> are you saying you want to double down on this? No. Okay. I'm just, I'm just I don't think it's hijacking. I think I just saw the shirt and I was like, this has to be talked okay. about. Like, okay. when you wear this shirt, I... Automa- you're automatically start. You know how like you can not, start not getting invited to tailgate. You know how you can start on third base? You're starting out of the stadium if you're wearing that shirt. Um, so that's, uh, that's it for me. Maybe I'm getting older. I'm getting to the age right around you where when we started this podcast. So maybe maybe I, I now have my lawn and need to get my lawnmower. How but. old do you think I am? <laughs> Go ahead. What is your stuff that's not before? I have a long list of, uh, of fun things. So first quarter, mm. there's a gentleman 
in the front row of Section 5. <laughs> Looks to be a former player. I couldn't see his face. I could only see him from the back. Mm. He was with his three little boys. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, I don't know who that is, but uh, that's awesome that he's sitting down with the Barlows. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like, you know, halfway through the first quarter, he just launches all three of his kids over the wall onto the field. Like, just <laughs> picks them up and launches them. <laughs> Not actually. He, like, well, you know, and, he dropped and three them. Of his, and they were all wearing these matching Burberry, like, suits. Yeah, Dressed awesome. to the nines. They were awesome. Um, and, you know, someone was catching them down below. He didn't actually projectile throw them. And I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. And then he launches himself onto the field. Just kind of just jumps off the wall. And I'm like, what's going on here? He turns around when he's on the field mm. and looks up at the crowd. And it just makes so much sense to me. Because I see this massive smile <laughs> on this guy. <laughs> it's David Wilson. <laughs> I'm like, no freaking way. Because we, you know, we had him on the podcast. And we, were, we were linking up and trying to get him to come to the West Virginia game. Mm-hmm. Like, David, you got to come down to Section 5. Um, and then he hit us up on Instagram yesterday morning. We didn't see it until after the game. Oh. But lo and behold, lo <laughs> there he is. And, and then, you know, 20 minutes later, you got Bailey and you got David Wilson. One of the better Let's Go Hokey chants uh, ever. No question. I mean, no question. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Leads Let's Go and then does like 20 backflips and, you know, 15 front flips. And that was just that absolutely was like, astounding. Literally, your dad said this. That itself was worth the price of admission of the football game. Like, the, the fact that, A, he hadn't been back in that long. The, and also, what an entertainer. I mean, he was holding the mic up close. He was getting everybody fired up. I mean, <laughs> that guy, who has a higher approval rating than David Wilson? Because I don't know who they are. <laughs> I, uh, I love that guy. I love David Wilson. Uh, on that note, because we're Keely just Rashard about, too. We got, uh, we, got, we got to double down on shout-outs. Yeah, I was just saying on the subject of the Let's Go stuff, first of all, Nikki G., she got to do a uh, Let's Go Hokey, which mm-hmm. was great. These are the little things that you miss if you're not at the game. This yeah. is why you got to come out to the ballpark. Um, <laughs> oh, Nikki Peanuts G. and Cracker Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> so Nikki G did a, uh, a Let's Go Hokey, which Nikki was G great. Ron. Yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, what I think is so funny, though, is like everybody has their own flair, their own rhythm, their own tone, their own pace. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Nikki Giovanni did one. And then also Keely Rochard it was the second coolest thing she did all day. Keely Rochard did a Let's Go Hokies. Uh, they honored the softball team, who is absolutely worthy of, of getting honored. They had an unbelievable season and an unbelievable year. Um, but after that, Keely Rochard says, you know what? I'm not done. Well, I guess she didn't say it, but her boyfriend, who is now her fiance, proposed, and uh, she said yes. So Keely Rochard leading a chant at, half to, uh, at whatever it was at the Virginia Tech game and then getting engaged. So... Shout out to Keely and uh, her now fiance. So big day for the Rochards. Wow, mm-hmm. huge day, mm-hmm. huge day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, there was some talent in town. I think we had like thirty recruits in town yesterday. So hoping they liked what they saw. Hey, listen, what's tough is that, especially with this generation, and you know we're in the era of social media and and instant gratification. And being patient is something that's super, super valuable. Mm-hmm. So I just hope that these kids who are coming to Virginia Tech and are taking in a day like that are really having a good time and are also understanding what patience means. Here's the thing, though. If I'm a recruit, 
I see playing time. That's what I was about to say. I see playing time, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you know, you can go to Carolina and get some, you know. Cool sneakers. Jumpman stuff. <laughs> Jumpman. Jumpman. <laughs> Jumpman, Jumpman, Jumpman. These boys up to something. Uh, you know, you can go to Bama and not play until your junior year. Or you come to Virginia Tech, play early. Play yeah. often. Be a hokey. Be a hokey. Have fun. What more could you want? I mean, you go to a place like Virginia Tech, you got Mike Young hanging out at Sharky's. Mm-hmm. He was at Sharky's on Friday. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have here? We could talk about Drift now. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, what an awesome, what an awesome deal. I mean, this guy... I haven't seen a smile on a human being. Actually, you know what? He was wearing the David Wilson smile. That's what he had on. This guy was <laughs> lift. So for those of you that don't know, Drift is uh, the co-host of Don V Fridays. Uh, have never had the opportunity to meet him in person. This was his first trip to Blacksburg, Virginia. And um, I think it's safe to say Blacksburg won. Um, but it always wins. Wins every single time. So uh, he came out. I, I, I got to say, I say this every time when I brought Willie Cranick for the first time, when I brought Steve Shanley, when I brought... There's nothing better than being around somebody who is in Blacksburg for the first time, whether it's a night game, day game, whatever. Um, so that just uh, was one of the other highlights of the Special. week. Just seeing that he had, a, he had a great time. Special. So Drift, how you living, my boy? Glad Drift. you made it down. How you living, Chief? Drift, uh, it's funny because my dad is a huge fan of Drift and Donby. He mm-hmm. loves, he loves uh, Donby Fridays. And um, so we were making a priority to hang out with Drift, and it was so cool. Listen to this, guys. Drift is from Michigan. Yep. You know, not that many kids, not that many adults, not that many anyone from Michigan cares about Virginia Tech football. No. You know, they got that, that blue team up there. They, they're Big Ten people. You know, they like the Lions. I don't know. It is Maze. Blue and maize. Yeah. Maize and oh, I thought, oh, no, maize sorry. Is the, I thought it was maize and gold. Maize is the, I was wrong. The, uh, you're right. Maize the yellow is the color. Yeah, you're right. Anywho. <laughs> sorry <laughs> for my idiocy. Drift became a tech fan because he liked playing with Tyrod on NCAA football. That's literally how he became a tech fan, living in Michigan. And <laughs> anyone who we met yesterday telling that, that story to them, I bet they were just bewildered. You know? Yes. Because no one, no one just stumbles upon Virginia Tech like that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so we can thank Tyrod for uh, for Drift's fanhood. Thank you, Tyrod. And uh, it, yeah, it was it was really cool, man. It I, was really exciting. His his eyes were so big, and he was just so excited. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, it was funny. He said uh, in the Big Ten they have the big noon kickoff stuff, so he was ready to tailgate <laughs> at six a.m. and he had to wait around for everybody to show up, which is funny. Um, a couple other things about game day that I had in my notes. I was just, I just forgot to look at these. Uh, wearing other teams jerseys and shirts to game days even if like if i go to another school i'm not going to wear like a jersey of my school to the football game i just think that's very bizarre i'm not saying don't do it i'm saying my preference is it's bizarre yesterday my dad went to the went to a usc game at the coliseum one time and he wore exactly what he wore yesterday <laughs> a tech a tech jersey <laughs> number three logan thomas jersey he sat right in front of <laughs> he sat right in front of Keyshawn johnson and Keyshawn was giving him, giving him uh, grief for it the entire game. Fast forward to the next year, Tech hosts Ohio State uh-huh. on Labor Day night or whatever. This is 2015. Uh-huh. Guess who my dad sees walking out of the stadium after the game? Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> Keyshawn's nephew was on Ohio State. <laughs> my dad's like, hey, Keyshawn. He's like, hey, I remember you. <laughs> you, wore the, you wore the tech jersey to the USC game. All right, Mr. Finn, we got to not do that. <laughs> Yesterday I saw a Herschel Walker jersey. I saw I a did Nick, see a Herschel Walker I jersey. I saw a Nick Chubb jersey. 
kind of funny. Uh, I saw a Alex Ovechkin jersey yesterday. I was going to say, Sony Michelle, what, mm-hmm. uh, no Sean Marino, what other uh, I saw a Florida back? State hoodie, which was bizarre. I saw a couple North Carolina Tar Heel things. And really? you know what? On the subject of one other thing, I know that we go to school in Virginia. I know a lot of kids are from Baltimore. I would rather us sing the national oh anthem than do the oh. Like, first of all, most of the students that are doing the oh, you've never seen the Orioles in the playoffs. <laughs> They've never been to the playoffs, ever. It's just weird. I would rather sing along. Um, that's just, I know if I'm you were a, a No, lot. no, 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 no. I'm if sorry. you were a big time Orioles fan, go ahead. Right. I just know that there are not that many Orioles fans in no. there. There's a lot of stuff here that I'm forgetting. Uh, the co-star kick for cash. Shout out to Deacon's sister, sister who made the kick from, it was like a 25, 30 yard kick. Uh, it's the first time I've ever seen it made at any sporting event. So shout out to her. Uh, and I think that's it. Uh, this isn't football, but this is something that Coach Pry said. And I think it kind of embodies where this team is now. Um, at the end of the day, this football team has to find a way to make plays when you have a chance to do so. Um, I think in the pit game, even though we lost, we were very opportunistic and that gave us a chance to win the football game. Uh, Against Miami, we were not. Against Old Dominion, we were not. Uh, So, you know, when you do have a chance, when the correct play call is made or there's a defensive assignment that is blown or a mismatch, you got to take advantage and you got to put points on the board. Um, Does that do it for stuff that is not football? I think it does. Moving right along to our game ball, brought to you by our friends at CMG Leasing. Speaking of the game ball, where'd you see the game ball on Friday morning? Dude, I saw it at um, Joe's Joe's Diner. Speaking of which, Joe's Diner, one, expanded menu. Like six pages of menu. You can get avocado toast, you can get wraps, you can get whoa, hamburgers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Avocado toast at Joe's Diner. I gotta tell you, I don't love that it. just does not sound I, I very agree. much on brand. I agree. I, I, it I will sounds st- a little different. I will still go. Joe's. I will still get... Um, I will still get the big Joe. Got to get the big Joe. Inflation uh, has hit Joe's. <laughs> kind of a funny sentence. Uh, inflation <laughs> has hit Joe's Diner. Um, Is Joe bigger? <laughs> <laughs> um, so shout out to our guy, Travis. Uh, we do miss you. Oh, he, oh, um, I know, yeah, he wasn't there. So, uh, But anyway, our game ball is brought to you by our friends at CMG Leasing. Uh, Cedar Point Apartments, listen up, please. If you go down and you simply tour... Cedar Point, you will get a $15 Sharky's gift card. That's all you need to do. Just go tour it. Just check it out. They said if you come in the door, you're going to be blown away. They're going to blow your doors off. Uh, it's a studio and two-bedroom apartments, fully furnished. The only thing you need to bring is your television. They have internet, water, trash. It's included in the rent. Also, I went over there and checked out the facility. They have a beautiful gym. They have a pet grooming facility. They have all sorts of awesome stuff. So go ahead and, and check them out. covered bike storage. Covered bike storage. Pat, thank you for not letting me skip over that. Um, so, yeah, who is your game ball going to? Game ball, game ball. Game shout ball, game ball. Shout, game out, ball. shout out to Ranger Company, man. Uh-huh. Shout out to Ranger Company. My game ball goes to Grant Wells for, you know, initiating the comeback in the fourth quarter, mm. you know, running hard, and just leaving it out, out there, man. You know, not really a super in-depth game ball here, but I give it to Grant. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Cam Johnson and Mansoor D-Lane. A couple of youngsters thrown into the fire. Who started the fire? They came in, made some plays, fired up about it. Um, so I'm excited to see them continue to grow, continue to get better. And I love seeing young guys out there. Love seeing them in there. Love seeing them contributing. So uh, We got to figure out, is it Mansoor D-Lane or D-Lane-E? Because the PA guy was saying 
Delaney. I always thought it was Delane. It's uh, like Malcolm Delaney. Yeah, we're gonna need to get this. Uh, we're gonna need to get that. Gonna need to get that figured out. Um, Robert Irby was wearing a Malcolm Delaney jersey yesterday. I fact. did not know that. Yeah. I knew he was wearing a Tech basketball Shout out jersey. Um, last thing that I have, I just want to give a game ball to name of the game. Um, there was a player on Miami, uh, and his last name was Napper. I thought that was funny. Um, that's it. That's like N A P P. Yeah, like I'm taking a nap. This guy's a big napper. Dude, you just gotta be like, dude, why are you awake? <laughs> Shouldn't so, you be uh, horizontal? It's prime, it's prime nap time. Nap time. Uh, and then Miami had some massive coaches. I mean, they had these two. They had one. Their offensive line coach was this Samoan guy whose arms were as big as you. Uh, literally, <laughs> his his arms were huge. And then they had a strength coach who reminded me a lot of Coach Acre. He was doing a lot of like talking to himself, posturing, pushing guys. You know, LFGs. I mean, that's just the kind of guy you want on your staff. Just one of those big, burly dudes who, who get fired up. So um, so that was my observation. we got to add a section, like Section 5 observations, because you see a lot of stuff you don't see on TV. A lot of observations. Um, a lot of observations. Sharky shout-outs. What do you have for Sharky shout-outs? Bring us home, Pat. Shout-out to everyone who kept the party going after the game, man. Yes. A lot of fun post-game tailgating going on all over town yesterday. And shout-out to Mother Nature for, for making it that way. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Um, Mom and Dad already shouted them out, but got to shout-out their friends. Aunt Karen, Uncle Kenny, all, the, whole Finn, the whole Finn squad. Uh, got to give a shout-out to the Wharton family for their fantastic hospitality. Got to give a shout-out to Grady B. I texted Grady B earlier in the week, and I was like, Grady B, man, I'm fired up to tailgate with you. He was like, hey, we're doing the South Beach on Southgate theme. And he showed up to the tailgate with, like, looking like he was about to go to the beach. It was hilarious. You know, a little Miami theme going. There were some flamingos at the tailgate. It was like uh, it was like we were rolling in with our flip-flops and ready to get a tan. So uh, that was cool. But um, any other shout-outs here? Oh, Ann Castle. Yes. Ann Castle, the Blacksburg Partnership. Saturday, October 22nd, if you are in town or if you want to be in town and enjoy another another beautiful fall day in the Berg. October 22nd, there's a craft beer festival called the Blacksburg Brewdew. Over 75 beer selections will be available. It's a great way to spend the bye week in Blacksburg. Dan Marshall, American Idol's Dan Marshall, Virginia Tech football former player Dan Marshall is going to be headlining the musical act at the event. It's gonna be at the historic Smithfield, adjacent to the Virginia Tech campus. Tickets are on sale at blacksburgbrewdew.com. Listen up. We're giving away two free tickets to the first person that tweets at us asking for tickets. So if you're listening right now and you don't have tickets and you wanna go, tweet at us, at Sons of Sat VT, and uh, we would absolutely love to accommodate you. That's a podcast. We have a bye week. You have a shout out? I mean, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Drift. I love, <laughs> shout out to I love seeing Drift. I love seeing Robert Irby uh, come down and hang out with us. Shout out to everybody who came out to our Sons of Saturday dinner. I really, really enjoyed that. Hey, my guy Eduardo, uh, no reservations, but said, hey, trust me, bro. If you show up, I got you. And literally did. I, <laughs> I, I, I showed up and I said, Eduardo told me. And they kept their word. That's so, called accommodation. Um, that's called hosting. That's called hosting. So shout out to Eduardo. Shout out to Gucci Elrods. Um, we got the leaf, shout out to my guys with the leaf blowers. Uh, yeah, we got a guy right outside blowing some leaves. Um, the West Stands. We did tell you peak foliage. We weren't lying. 
Um, so, uh, but that's a podcast. We've got some awesome stuff coming up on the bye week. We're excited about Pat's raising his hand. So yeah, subscribe else. to our YouTube channel. Yes, there's a lot of you. I know you haven't subscribed yet. I know you have it, and I know you have a YouTube account. If you have a Gmail, you have a YouTube account. Yes. All right. So just you know, if you're logged into your Gmail, just go to YouTube.com. Sons of Saturday, Virginia Tech. Hit the subscribe button. Do the same thing for our newsletter. We would absolutely love to send you our three tech thoughts. A lot of discounts we're putting out in the newsletter on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with that. I promise it's going to be the best read of your week. There we go. That's it. That's a podcast. Rap, rock and roll. Uh, wherever you are, wherever you may be, we are wishing you a hand fantastic day. I almost said Christmas. It's almost that time. It's almost that time. Billy Ray. When do you start Christmas music? July. (laughs) Take care, everybody. (laughs) It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. Take a hit, it started